This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, January 18th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. This morning, we've got some sad news to report. Terry Alley, or Terry Alley Smith, who is a 20-year DJ over at WNAV, passed away yesterday morning about 9 a.m. after a long and hard fight against cancer. In a statement, WNAV said that while Terry and the rest of us knew this day would come, her fight from diagnosis of lung cancer back in 2016 to today was a lesson for all of us. She was initially given six months to live, but she was determined to go beyond that. Through several medical procedures, including trials that will hopefully benefit others in our future, Terry refused to give up. For those of us that knew her, that stubbornness, perseverance, and devotion to her family and friends will be so very missed. There is no information at this point on any kind of services, but Terry was the consummate professional, and our thoughts and prayers do go out to her family, her friends, and our colleagues at WNAV. With the crazy weather that's coming in, the city of Annapolis has postponed Monday's Martin Luther King Jr. Parade. The parade now has been rescheduled for April 13th. Additionally, the Women's Unity March, which was planned for Saturday, has been postponed. And that's going to take place the day after International Women's Day on March 9th. Last night, the Anne Arundel County School Board was to hold a meeting on acceptance and inclusion in light of all of the racist incidents that have happened up in the Pasadena area. That meeting was canceled, and it has been rescheduled at a different location. It is rescheduled for 6.30 p.m. on January 30th at Chesapeake Bay Middle School. Last night's meeting was supposed to be at Jacobsville. It is budget season for Anne Arundel County, and County Executive Stuart Pittman is preparing the budget. And if you'd like to hear a little bit more about County Executive Pittman, give the MarylandCrabs.com a look. We just had a podcast with him. It released yesterday at noon, uh, and we touched on the budget. We touched on a number of things. Give it a listen. But this year, he is not going to go with the two meetings for the public. He's going to go for seven, one in each of the legislative districts, and people will be able to voice their opinion and help really develop the budget for the county executive. At the Anne Arundel County Chamber of Commerce legislative breakfast yesterday morning, Pittman did say, it's going to be a messy process. That's all I can guarantee you. Swastikas and nooses were the main focus at the House Judiciary Committee this week as they met for the first time in the new Maryland General Assembly. The committee is considering a bill introduced by Delegate Mark Chang that will make it a crime to place a noose or a swastika on someone's property in an effort to threaten or intimidate. He's proposing that the penalty for committing that crime would be a misdemeanor and imprisonment for up to three years or a $5,000 fine. When presenting the bill, Chang cited the Ku Klux Klan propaganda that's been found in various neighborhoods, the discovery of swastikas. Actually, most recently, there was another one discovered just yesterday at Severn River Middle School. Uh, Swastikas at Goucher College and the University of Maryland College Park, going back last year to nooses hanging at Crofton Middle School. He did try to introduce this bill last year, but it didn't have enough momentum to get out of committee. And Jackie Boone Alsop, who is the new president of the Anne Arundel County NAACP, says she hopes things will be different this time around. Specifically, she mentioned the string of incidents at Chesapeake Bay Middle and Chesapeake High Schools in Pasadena. Nooses and anti-Semitic messages and racist words have been found in buildings, and at one point, the words, kill all blacks, were written on a counseling appointment sheet at the high school. 
Hopefully that bill will get some legs this legislative session because we don't have any room for any of that hate here in Maryland. More boring budget news, but this time for Maryland. And Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has given a preview of the state's $46.6 billion budget. And some of the key focuses will be $6.9 billion for K-12 education, a new fund to create $3.5 billion for school construction over the next five years, $248 million in general funds for prevention and treatment of drug addiction, and that's a 20% increase over last year. And he's also proposing steering about $57 million into a program designed to attract new business and development into the state. Hogan will formally submit that plan later on today to the General Assembly, and the General Assembly will spend much of the session working on it. As anyone knows, I believe that everything starts on Main Street, and we do have to support local businesses, and the Annapolis Town Center is realizing that as well. The Annapolis Town Center is reinventing itself only after eight years of business. They're trying to stave off the competition from e-commerce, and the new owner, PGIM Real Estate, has hired Trademark Property Company to manage the redevelopment of the center. They are going to be launching a multi-million dollar expansion project to reshape, reconfigure, and upgrade the facilities in the coming years. And according to Terry Montesi, the CEO of Trademark Property Company, he said that retail needs to constantly evolve to stay relevant in today's consumer. This is the new wave of retail. Retail used to be about acquiring goods and needs, and today so much of that can be done more conveniently online. We have to get people off of the computer, the smartphone, and give them a reason to interact and be in the place. Montesis did say that the project does include new traffic flow pattern and access points to the retailers. A hotel with an entertainment venue is also being planned as an addition to the development. Welcome to day 28 of the federal shutdown. President Donald Trump said Thursday that he is going to deny House Speaker Nancy Pelosi a military plane for her planned trip to Afghanistan that was set to begin yesterday afternoon. And this was just really a tit-for-tat retaliation after Pelosi sent him a letter saying that he should postpone or submit his State of the Union speech in writing. Trump did get a very good dig, I thought, in there. He said, obviously, if you would like to make your journey by flying commercial, that would certainly be your prerogative. And as you can tell from the tenor of those two comments, there is no end in sight for this current government shutdown. That is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. Give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues. And if you're someplace where you can give us a rating or a review, please do that. You want to check out the Maryland Crabs podcast and check out our episode this week with Stuart Pittman. That was a very interesting one. I enjoyed speaking with the county executive for about an hour. Of course, it's Friday, so we do have some things for you to do this weekend, some of our suggestions. And we also have George Young with this really crazy weather that's coming in this weekend. So, and all of that is coming right up. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. They're great. Visit St. Andrews Day School's open house on Friday, January 18th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, January 18th. 
So last night's storm has come and gone with minimal impact, and skies will clear today with sun likely making an appearance for a bit as temps get into the 40s. Then skies will start to cloud back up tomorrow morning as a low-pressure center approaches from the west-southwest, and with it comes no shortage of moisture as it taps into the airflow out of the Gulf of Mexico with the end result completely dependent on the exact path that the low-pressure center itself takes as a path north of the Annapolis region or even right over it or even just barely south will cause temps to be warm enough for a mix of rain and snow to occur and for a period of plain rain, sometimes heavy at times, to also occur before maybe changing over to snow at the end with very cold temps later in the day on Sunday. Or if the path takes a trip further south of Anne Arundel County on Saturday, let's say by 100 to 200 miles, which is feasible but not likely, then enough cold air would remain in place for a prolonged mix of snow, sleet, and maybe even freezing rain, or even all snow. But it would take a very late shift in overall dynamics of the atmosphere at this point for this type of thing to occur, and we don't think that's likely. Therefore, here's what we expect to happen. The low-pressure center will move over or just south of Annapolis, and a mix of rain and snow and maybe some sleet will start in the afternoon on Saturday, most likely in the 1 to 5 p.m. time frame. As the night moves on, precipitation will likely turn to all rain in the overnight and early Sunday morning hours and will be moderate to heavy at times with a potential of 1 to 2 inches of rain falling in maybe a 12 to 18 hour period, which could cause some river flooding and localized flooding due to existing, albeit diminished, snowpack already in place. Then as the low pressure center starts to move a bit more northeast of the region, over the Atlantic Ocean, an Arctic cold front with very cold, truly Arctic air will move in behind into the region starting in the late morning hours on Sunday and continuing through the night into Monday. And that overall process will result in the following. Temps will drop from the 40s around 9 a.m. on Sunday to maybe the 20s by around 3 p.m. on Sunday afternoon, resulting in maybe three to six hours of snowfall on the back end of the storm as well. More importantly, all of the water on the ground and on cars will start to freeze, and it could happen fairly quickly as the temps drop quickly into the 20s and continue dropping into the single digits or low teens by the overnight hours, which could result in what is effectively known as a flash freeze, which you've probably heard the phrase a thousand times in the last few days already, but we simply don't actually get it to occur that often. And if that freezing of moisture on streets and sidewalks and bridges and overpasses and cars and trees occurs faster than the incoming 35 to 40 mile per hour winds can dry it up, then the entire region might have a very slippery and very dangerous scenario on its hands because temps will likely only top out at 20 to 25 degrees on Monday with wind chills Monday morning likely 0 to minus 10 or even minus 20 degrees and temps will stay below freezing way below Monday night into Tuesday morning until at least Tuesday afternoon if not Wednesday afternoon if they don't quite get to 32 or above for highs on Tuesday. Bottom line, this is a unique storm with the potential for some very unique and dangerous results that must be monitored carefully moving forward because the reality is this storm is about as difficult as they come in the Annapolis region in terms of forecasting, and it will ultimately, one way or the other, present life-threatening conditions in the form of severe cold, dangerous wind chills, and possibly very dangerous icy roadways. With that being said, stay tuned for updates on our platform of app, website, and social media, and possibly even more weekend updates on Ion Annapolis as things evolve. The upside here is most, if not all, schools are already off Monday for the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, so at least that's one less thing to worry about. 
Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Who knows? If this flash freeze scenario plays out, it could result in some of the best sledding conditions ever on a day already off on Monday. But also, be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation on Saturday, April 27, 2019 at our Denim and Diamonds Bash in Annapolis. Denim and Diamonds is a fun evening under the stars featuring fabulous cuisine and gourmet food trucks, live and silent auction, and a live band. Last year, AAMC cared for more than 2,000 patients in our emergency departments suffering from mental illness or addiction. Help us expand much-needed inpatient and outpatient programs and services for your community. For tickets and sponsors, Visit AAMCDenimAndDiamonds.org. Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, AAMC Medical Staff, the Chesapeake Bayhawks, Comcast, the Evan K. Thallenberg Family, What's Up Media, and WRNR. Every weekend, there's something exciting going on in the Annapolis area. Be sure to visit iAnnapolis.net to sign up for a newsletter highlighting all the weekend events. Here are our top picks for this weekend. God, it's well, as George said, it's going to be a little bit of a funky weekend, going to have some rain, going to have some snow, going to have some cold, have the whole mix of it. But there is an awful lot going on. So sit back and listen to what we suggest. If you've got some kids this morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., it is the open house at St. Andrews United Methodist Day School right there on Route 2 in Gingerville. St. Andrews is a K through 8, and students are welcome to this open house, of course. The 8th graders will be there to give you a tour of the school, and you will have the opportunity to meet with faculty, administrators, and parents. Of course, there is no cost to attend that, and if you're looking for a decent private school, that's one of our suggestions. St. Andrews United Methodist Day School right there on Route 2. Two in Gingerville, just before the South River Bridge as you're heading south. A little bit later on today, over at Maryland Hall at 1 p.m., it is Maryland's First Lady Yumi Hogan, along with Maryland's Second Lady Monica Rutherford, and they are going to be there for the Yumi Cares Family and Charity event. Tickets are available at Eventbrite, and it is a fundraiser for Yumi Hogan's charity, the Yumi Cares Foundation. And CARES is actually an acronym, and it is a benefit for her CARES Foundation. And CARES stands for Children's Art for Recovery, Empowerment, and strength. And that's at the University of Maryland Children's Hospital. So it does a bunch of good work for the little guys in our life. Head on over to Maryland Hall, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. a little bit later on today. Tonight, Bad Lucky Goat. It is a pop-up cinema at Prism Annapolis, which is a small theater at 49 Spa Road, just off of the Westgate Circle in Annapolis. It's sponsored by the Annapolis Indie Film Club. Tickets are available either at the door or in advance. You can get them at Eventbrite. Gets underway at 6.30 p.m. tonight, goes to 9.30, and they have lots of free popcorn. Still even later tonight, over at 49 West Coffee House Wine Bar, Beth Wood and Mark Douglas Bacardo, they're going to be playing in their listening room. And if you haven't been into the listening room, it's in the very back room of 49 West. It is a very good acoustic room to listen to small bands. Very small. This is a duo that's going to be there. They're going to have two shows, 7.30 and 10 p.m. Tickets are $20. You can get them at 49westcoffeehouse.com or you can get them at the door as well. That will be a lot of fun. Good place to hear good music up close, and that's some place that I'm going to be sneaking out to. 
Looking forward into Monday, which is a holiday for many people. It is Martin Luther King Day. Over at the Annapolis Maritime Museum, they have their volunteer open house. And this is the first one that they've had a chance to do. It gets underway at 4 p.m., goes till 6 p.m. And if you have any thoughts about volunteering, this would be a great organization because they do need a lot of help. And they've got so many different aspects of it that you can help out with. They will have volunteers there on hand to talk about how it is and everything else. And it doesn't matter if you're interested in history or continuing education. Maybe you can just swing a hammer really well. They've got a job for everyone. And if you don't remember all the stuff that the Annapolis Maritime Museum, and actually it's called the Annapolis Maritime Museum and Park since they acquired the park across the creek, but they've got the Winter Lecture Series, which is going on eight weeks this winter every Thursday evening. They've got the Oyster Roast and Sock Burning, the Summer Concert Series, which is 10 Thursday nights. They've got the Summer Sunset Concert Series, which is four weeks on Thursday nights. They've got docents that tour the museum with students and visitors every single day of the week. They need help restoring their wooden boats that are there. They need help gardening. They help education programs. They need cleaning up of the Eleanor Moyer Nature Park campus, which is the park part of that on the other side of the creek. They've got the 75-foot skipjack Wilma Lee, which is coming on board next spring for tours. That needs some constant work because it's a wooden boat, 75 foot long. And if you're not good with any of the handy stuff, jump into the office. You know Excel, you know Microsoft Office, any of that. Got plenty of work to do. And if you really even love the Thomas Point Shoal, they even have docents that will go out there and give tours to that as well. So head on down to the Annapolis Maritime Museum on Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Great organization, great people, a lot of fun. They throw a good party, and that would be one of the most rewarding volunteer efforts that you could possibly find. All right, that is it for the weekend. There is a little bit of football, of course. Have fun, be safe. We'll see you on Monday. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.